This is Tall Boy Radio. Each week, your hosts, Beans, Gaz, and Andy, grab a beer and discuss whatever it is that's on our minds. We try to keep things uncomplicated. The premise for this podcast is as simple as we are. Not only can you listen to us at tallboyradio.com and on every podcast platform, you can also watch the video version on YouTube. Just search for Tall Boy Radio or click on the link on our website. If you have a story and want to feature on the show or just want to get in touch, drop us an email at mail at tallboyradio.com or leave us a comment on social media at Tallboy Radio on Twitter and Facebook and at Tallboy Radio Podcast on Instagram. Or you can leave us a message on the Anchor app, which we can play on the show. Right, the show is about to begin, so go grab yourself a cold one, kick back and enjoy. Welcome back to episode 135 of Tallboy Radio. There's no Andy tonight, but look who's back from his travels. It's Gaza. Do you want to say hello and tell us a little bit about where you've been, dude? Um, yeah, it's great to be back. I've missed it for the sort of what two, three weeks, maybe. We've we've sort of been on a bit of an adventure to the states. So we did four nights in New York, four nights in Vegas, three nights in San Francisco, and then we came back for a couple of days and then decided that that wasn't quite enough. So I had a week in Lanzarote as well. So so we, we sort of jet set in and this that, and the other. But look, I've missed I've missed podcasting I, I really enjoy sort of tuesday nights so looking forward to this and yeah uh, it, it's good to be back it is indeed it's good to have you back dude and we're joined by a couple of guests tonight as well now we've had them on the podcast before i can't remember which episode it was it was very very early on i think it was like episode maybe episode 40 or something like that was it yeah, yeah. is that him? 40 oh my god <laughs> I know. so yeah nearly 100 episodes done since you'll remember them obviously i don't doubt you'll remember them as the scottish alchemist do you want to say hello and tell us a little bit about yourselves i better let my big sister go first yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes i'm jenny from the scottish alchemists there are three of us my little sister will introduce herself shortly so we are gin enthusiasts that started out just drinking a lot of gin and then started doing Highland Games events to promote some some of the great craft gin that we're seeing in Scotland just now. And that kind of grew into us doing events for all sorts of different clients, from restaurants to shops to corporate clients, just with our own enthusiasm and trying to promote and we always say there's a gin for everyone and we will find that gin for you. And that's what we've made our sort of mission statement. So I'll hand you over to my little sister. <laughs> yes, I'm Joyce. I'm, the, oh, I'm not the youngest of the Scottish alchemists. So, no, I'm <laughs> yeah, the younger sister of Jenny. Yeah, as Jenny says, we drink a lot of gin. We obviously have to do a lot of research. And I'm just back as well from three months of intensive research in Australia. Wow. wow. That puts your holiday to shame, yeah, doesn't it? Absolutely. I see you're American 12 <laughs> kidding, days. I raised you in Australia for three months. <laughs> um, yeah, trip of a lifetime. Absolutely amazing. A lot of incredible gins coming out of Australia. Made a lot of good connections out there with uh, not just craft gin makers, but also tonic makers. And I'm going to give a shout out to Long Race Tonic, who have some amazing tonics out there and gave me some really good tonics to try. So shout out to Long Race Bell. 
yeah, we've been drinking a lot of gin. We got back in the saddle on Sunday and did our most recent event at a local restaurant in the west of Scotland where we do a gin tasting. We do two hours of gin tasting and then they have a lovely Italian meal. So it was lovely to be back and yeah, lots of banter, lots of giggles, lots of fun, lots of alcohol. Good. <laughs> That's the way we like it. So we've sent you up some gin to try. Yeah. Which is made very, very local to us. Let's be just up the road yeah. as it just so happens. And it is a gin company called The Edge. And what we will say this is say when we say we sent you the bottle of gin, we have to say actually, to be fair, it was kindly supplied by them. They gave us the gin to send up to you, so we didn't pay for it. So that's a big thank you to them as well. So we'll get to their names in a little bit. But yeah, Claire and Mike, thank you. Thank you very much for that. It's very much appreciated. Now, as a bit of a disclaimer, before we start, we do taste this gin. There is no banana dolphin tonight. Uh, I'm gutted. Ha. Is there even maybe a can of Vimto working? There's no Vimto. <laughs> there's no Vimto. That's why Andy's not here. Andy's not here. You'll be pleased to know there's no Vimto. Yeah. What we, what we do have. Oh, Robin. Oh, hi, everybody. Oh, yeah. 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 I know. Well, 100 episodes in, we thought we'd better start taking it seriously. <laughs> Fantastic. Very impressed. Yeah, I haven't gone full on garnish, but I'm going to show you that later. I've done something different tonight. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. well, I'll be interested to see, to see which animal you've carved out of a piece of fruit. <laughs> I've got like a wee tall boy sticker that I'll just put on and just to oh. make up for anything else. <laughs> nice. Nice, it's very much appreciated. It is very much appreciated. So yeah, so the Edge Gin. Now they originally called this because they were it was they were originally making it an elderly edge, but they needed somewhere where they could bring people into the bar. And I did a tasting session there with wife and they do a few different gins, but we tried this actually, myself and Gazi and Andy, we sponsored a barrel of beer, didn't we, at the yeah. beer and gin festival? Yeah. We did. And which was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a local beer and gin festival. I can't remember how many gins they had but like a significant uh, an amount and and it, it's been going on for a, a number of years now and they get local businesses to s- basically to sponsor either a barrel or a bottle or you know w- w- whichever you prefer we, we we sponsored a a, a barrel of of beer which was the first to sell out i have to say whether or not that probably got nothing to do with us sponsoring it, <laughs> it was us drinking it, it, probably was drinking it. <laughs> but yeah it's, it's a great day and uh, it's one of those, it's one of the days in Alsasia, along with the Carnival Day and the Music Festival Day, that actually pretty much the whole of the town just goes down there and they're either there the Friday, the Saturday or the Sunday. And and yeah, we, um, it's the first time we've, I mean, we've been before, haven't we? Mm. It's the first time that we, we, we said we'd sponsor a barrel. We'll do it again, absolutely 100%. It, it's, a, it's a great weekend. But yeah, I, I mean, I don't know how many gins they've got, but it's significant. A lot of local gins a lot of sort of smaller sort of distilleries as such you know they are really trying to go into sort of, i suppose the craft gin uh-huh. market as such you know rather than the, the, the very sort of large brands you could go to the, the, the mainstream bar and get you know your gordons or whatever but the, yeah. the, the actual sort of gin festival was was very much more try this try this different flavors different you know j- just different methods or all, all of that so um fantastic sort of weekend and we, we were lucky enough to get there we had a couple of beers and then went for yeah. some food afterwards it's a real really good day it was it was and what be an alchemist so, for a wee trip yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely that's absolutely. it pencil yeah. it in for next pencil it in 2023 july is it uh-huh. or june july, yeah. july is yeah so yeah. 
This this is the gin which I which we all felt was probably the standout gin on the day, which was the one that we sent up to you there. So it's the fruits of the forest version of their gin. So they do they do two other different flavors. They do a pear gin and they do an orange as well. But the fruits of the forest. So do you want to do you want to talk us through then some some tasting tips? And I'll try not to get my chocolate robin up my nose. <laughs> <laughs> I need to... <laughs> I, and that's the sentence I never got. <laughs> do you want to do the first bit, Jenny, and I'll do the question? Uh, no, no, you, you go ahead. You go ahead, because I, I don't really subscribe to you. <laughs> I just knock it back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But you uh, go ahead, Joyce. <laughs> all right, I'll knock myself out here. Right, so a lot of people drink straight gin just to taste it, just to get the flavours, but we also found that drinking it straight can just burn your palate and actually ruin any taste you get from it. Uh, so we encourage people to stick your finger in it, rub it on your lips, and then lick it off your lips that's a gentler taste. But because you're big, roughy, tufty boys, you probably could just drink it straight. Could with this one as well. It's lovely and fruity. Uh-huh. Is this the first time you tried this one, Gaza? Yeah, it is, yeah. I don't think you tried it, something. Yeah. And you'll get your kind of initial taste from that, and you'll be able to discern some sort of flavours. Mm. But what we then say is, when you add your tonic, just add a little bit, because you can always add more. Yeah. And then the question you ask yourself is, it tastes like what? Mm. Because everybody has a different palate. Everybody will taste it differently depending to what your palate has been exposed to. So you'll either get some taste. You might get a taste as you're swilling it around your mouth. You might get a different taste in the swallow. You might get a colour. You might get a memory. You might get an emotion. So mm. whatever comes straight into your mind from, hmm, tastes like what? So, tastes like it what? Tastes, it tastes like sweets. Yeah, it tastes mm-hmm. like the, almost like strawberry bonbons. You know the those powdery balls. Yeah, with, with it. yeah. yeah it's it, uh-huh. it, it it tastes a little bit like that. I think mm-hmm. that could be a nice wee garnish for it. Actually, mm. there's a definite and, and and it goes back to what you just said about a memory. The, the, not necessarily taste, but I remember the taste of maybe being back at school and and. Sweets is is definitely it's. I don't taste necessarily the the fruits, mm-hmm. but I, I definitely it, it invokes a memory of being younger. And maybe it's sweets. Maybe mm. it's like a maybe maybe that is it. Yeah, it is. It is. It's, it's it's interesting as well because obviously having seen them make it, I do know that they don't use any syrups in it. They use fresh fruit when they make it. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, it's, so it's interesting. It's got a confectionery taste. Maybe that's the the other botanicals in there as well. Yeah. But it's, it's strange because you see, my my wife when when we go out, you know, she will drink sort of gin. She has a gin and tonic, and and her biggest gripe, I suppose, obviously, we go to the bar and you say, "Can I have a gin and tonic?" And obviously, let's say the the uninitiated or the the, the very naive barman or barmaid, they just go glug glug glug, and, and the whole of the tonic goes in. Yeah. And and literally, oh. my wife is like, "What are you doing? Like, please don't." Can I? And and it, you know, there's there's a few places around here now that, and we're lucky enough that there's a couple of craft sort of bars open, and they they understand just serve the gin, give you the bottle, and you can self pour effectively. But yeah. you, you know, there's still a few places, and bless them, you know, young sort of studenty types that they'll just literally tip the whole tonic in. And you're like, "What are you doing? Like, what are you doing?" <laughs> Yeah. Let me tell you about my experience in Australia. Oh, so the first couple of places I went for a gin and tonic, my son who lives in Australia always sends me Husk Distillery Gin, which is ink gin, and I love it. 
So the first place we went, I said, oh, you've got ink gin. Now gin and tonic, please. And I watched them pour the gin in, and then I watched them take the gun. Oh, no. With gun tonic. And I took it and tasted it and thought, I can't actually taste a thing. So I saw that happen a couple of times, and then about the third time I went back and said, do you have gun tonic or bottle tonic? This was a different bar. And they said, oh, we've got bottle tonic. And I said, brilliant, can I have a gin and bottle tonic? So they poured the gin in, then they turned away from me, then they opened a bottle, then they filled the glass with the bottle tonic, a big bottle. Oh, no. <laughs> they gave me the glass. Oh, God. So the next place I went, I said, do you have bottle tonic? Yes. Do you have individual bottle tonic? Oh, yes, we use long rays. Brilliant. I love long rays. Can I have a gin and tonic, please? Yes. Gin, opened the bottle tonic, and I said, can I just have that bottle? <laughs> no, no, we've got to fill it for you. And I really? said, oh, I said, why? Because I like kind of one-to-one. No, no, no. Licensing laws in Australia are one to five. Oh, wow. Wow. So that's why they do it. Interesting. So why, yeah, so that's why they do it then. You basically cannot taste any of that amazing gin that they are making in Australia because they drown it in tonic. Unless you buy a bottle and take it home, you cannot. And do you wow. know what? The best places to buy a bottle and take it home are the drive through bottle shops. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow that sounds like a great concept we need to introduce over here fabulous concept especially when you go on your bike <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, crack on the way home <laughs> yeah so i'm with you there on that one in terms yeah. of if you drown it, we, you had, it we had somebody at that event at the weekend as well that over toniced the gin so we give them their gin and their tonic separately and say just exactly that you can't yeah. take the tonic out once it's in but she did, didn't she? She glugged it in and she went, oh, I think I put too much in. And we're like, you've ruined it. You're right, you've ruined it. When you do your events, and do, do you get many people that, and I suppose, excuse my ignorance, and maybe their naivety and ignorance, do you get many that just glug it in first time and then you actually have to sort of educate them in, term, in terms of actually don't over tonic? And then yeah. they come back to you and say, Oh, I took on board what you said, and I only put a little bit in, and oh, the gin tastes so much better. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That we put the tonic in on a two to one ratio, but then we thought, no, we're giving them the chance to to taste it without any tonic in it now. So, so we've kind of matured in our approach as well. So we give them it to them exactly straight now. And yeah, like that, we're seeing just bit by bit, and yeah, we get the ones that glug it in. I mean, like yeah. mm. we also get people that just put every garnish under the sun in. We're like, no, 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 no. Put one in and taste it. And then if you don't like that, then add something else. So do it bit by bit. So it is very much, we do try and kind of educate a wee bit as well along the way. Yeah. Don't, and don't eat all the chocolate robin at once. <laughs> <laughs> I was just struggling then. It was sliding down the glass. I was like, what's going on here? <laughs> Breast will taste differently from the rest of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, I won't say that. No, 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 I won't say that. It's a family podcast. Is it? <laughs> so, so, one of the things that this place does as well, I want to give them a good shout out because obviously they were really good to. So, my wife and I, we went and we had a, a taster session there and we had a look around the distillery. Yeah. And, for, and for 25 quid, you get a so you're welcomed by their regular gin that they do the london dry gin then they take you through and then you get to taste a little nip and you taste it like you do without any tonic water in 
of the other three flavored gins and then your next two gins you get to pick which one you want as well oh, and then you, yeah and you get a charcuterie board as well oh, to enjoy wow. while you're there oh, wow. and, oh. and then 15 percent off in the shop afterwards so for 25 quid it is it, it's a really good night out yeah, yeah. Yeah, that sounds great. And I think that's right. It's making it a whole experience, isn't it? And I think that's what some distillers kind of miss out on is, is making it an actual experience for people. But I saw they also do a gin school and I'm always a little bit intrigued with the gin school. And I don't have any desire to go to a gin school, despite the fact I do dabble and make my own hideous combinations. Um, <laughs> but I just want to undersell yourself. Your floral snatch was amazing. It was, I have to say, my floral snatch was amazing. <laughs> Did you, boys? We never know. We never, we, no, we, we never tasted a floral snatch, did we? And not even Jenny's floral snatch, no? <laughs> and I do oh. have a t-shirt that says, have you tasted my floral snatch? <laughs> That's the merchandise right there. Have you tasted oh, my floral snatch? I <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, on you go. No, because myself and my wife, I mean, I'm I don't drink huge amounts of gin. My wife drinks gin, but when you went just mentioned then about the, the sort of the gin tasting evenings, we've been to sort of you know various wine tasting evenings where they'll bring out sort of four or five bottles of wine and, and they'll say this is the such and such a grape from such and such a region and and it likes this weather and it's grown in this way and and aged and and etc 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 and you get to taste it you get to drink it and then you know for what some 25 quid ahead or whatever you know there's four or five of you think great we've had sort of four or five bottles of red wine it's been fantastic there's been some charcuterie boards out there and actually listening to you guys there's no reason why and obviously it does happen but i've never done a gin and people sort of say and you've said that there's a gin for everybody uh -huh. i've yeah, never yeah. i've never i've never gone to a gin tasting session where you think we'll try this one and try this one and try this one and you, you try a range of them you know that that for the uninitiated which is myself you know that sounds great because you can say well actually on the back of that i actually prefer that type of gin and maybe yeah. that type of tonic or you know that that sounds fantastic yeah, yeah. And it, it's a really good approach sometimes we have four gins from the one distiller and sometimes we have four that are linked in some way. For example, this week they were all from the same region in Scotland, but they right. weren't all the same distiller. But they had common threads throughout them, but they're all very different gins. We try and include a navy strength in each tasting, which is 57% alcohol. Everyone's their favourite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're saying... Uh, do you know, I think this is the third one. I think this is my favourite. And I said, do you know what? I bet the next one's your favourite as well. <laughs> because <laughs> that, 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 oh, that was my favourite. That was my favourite. It is surprising. Some people can, you know, by the end, they say, you know, I really like that one and that one, but I didn't like this one so much. And I think it was because of X, Y, Z. So yeah. they can begin to pinpoint. So it is, it's really, really good. And we have people, because we don't, tend to repeat any of the gins we have people cut this is a sort of semi-regular um, venue that we have so we have people that come back and they know they're going to get something really really different every time they come so yeah. it is good it's a, a good way of introducing people to a gin that's maybe at the 40 pounds plus price point which is a big investment if you get it home and then discover you don't like it. So yeah. far better to come to an event, have a wee taste, yeah. and then say, right, I like that one. I'm actually going to invest my money in that one. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You see, I've just tried so trying that one with the tonic, and and with the tonic, I actually get much more fruit. Mm. Whereas just opens it up. Yeah. So whereas with just the gin, there wasn't quite as much fruit, but with the tonic, absolutely, Uh I can now taste the fruit base. And like I said as well. Like I say you get to they, they show you around the process when you make it and they do just use they don't use any sort of syrups or anything which a lot of, I think a lot of gin the flavor gin companies tend to they oh, use yeah. fresh they use fresh fruit which to be fair must be more difficult then to get that same balance of flavor each time it must be quite yeah. challenging yeah. yeah yeah I'm amazed at how any producer gets one batch the same as the next batch, the same as the next one, next one. The consistency must be so, so hard to achieve yeah. when you are using fresh fruit and things like that, where it, it's so, the, the variable is so potentially wide. You know, a batch of strawberries one day can taste completely different to the batch that you get next week or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it is. Um, and I think that's, that's, I was trying to put my finger on what made this a different pink gin. You know, there's pink gins everywhere you know gordons to all sorts green oils all the big names have got them and a lot of people try and produce a pink gin because i think it's quite a marketable gin and it's quite a good introductory gin most pink gins tend to be you know if you, if you really don't like gin you could probably drink a pink gin and i thought but that doesn't taste the same as the other pink gins and i do think it's the blend of fruits that they've got in it and i I think when you put the tonic in, it's really, for me, the strawberriness that comes out. And a lot of the other pink gins have berries, but not strawberries. They have raspberries and brambly-type berries and so on, but they don't necessarily have the strawberry. And I think it's a wee bit sharp and a wee bit, I don't know, it's just not the same as the others, as the more mass-produced ones. Uh, And this is where we, we... kind of pride ourselves that we all have different palettes so we, we wouldn't all say oh yeah strawberry yeah yeah yeah, yeah so for yeah. me and I don't know if there is any of this in it the overwhelming taste I get is a sharp cherry oh wow yeah I think I don't think there is any cherry in it no I don't think there is I no. think it was strawberries raspberries Blackberries, Blackberries. Yeah. And, yeah. and maybe blueberries as well. I can't remember the yeah. other fruit in it, but yeah. You see, now the ginger—it's definitely. I, I get the strawberry now. I've added. I didn't get it initially, but I get it now. I've added the tonic. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I get quite a cherry, but also get. You were talking about childhood memories. Yeah. Yeah. I do also get a childhood memory of Benelin. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is that a good thing? remember we it wasn't often we get to be we got to be off school because our mum was a teacher and you know we she she couldn't afford for us to be off school so we get sent to school with all sorts of illnesses. But on the odd occasion where we were allowed to be off, I can remember getting a slug of benelin and I sleep in the big bed in the afternoon. <laughs> oh my god, that was quite a luxury. So I have very fond memories of benelin. So that kind of cherry Benelin taste for me is mm, takes me right back to my childhood. Love it. Uh, there you go. There you oh, go. Well, yeah, you're giving all our secrets away, Joyce. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also going to tell you about my garnish or lack of it tonight because I think I'm traumatised by garnishes because the last time Jenny, do you remember we were at a cocktail evening in Edinburgh and this was what one of the garnishes was held on with. Oh yeah. 
And it's like, like yeah. a hat pin. Yes, it's like yes. a blood sharp hat pin. Yeah. Wow. It could stab so you. never get away with that in Glasgow. Somebody would stab somebody <laughs> in the head with a liner. <laughs> um, of course, we took it home just in case. You never know who you might meet in the bus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so there's that. And then on Sunday, we picked up these as well. And I thought, that's another jaggy, pointy implement for a garnish. I'm not sure I'm going to do a garnish. So I thought tonight instead of garnishing, so you'll see I've been drinking out. This is just my everyday drinking glass, but I've kept my proper gin glass tonight because I like a, a big, thick um, crystal one. So instead of a garnish, I've gone for a bit of rimming. Oh, <laughs> everybody. No, I won't say that. No, no, I won't say that. Come on, I've set you up. I've set you up. Come on. Yeah. I want to I, I know what it's rimmed with. <laughs> well, do you really though? <laughs> well, I've rimmed it with homemade granola because I thought it might then taste a wee bit like knobbly bobbly. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah, taste it, but here we go. <laughs> but, uh, uh, to be fair, I'm glad that's you that's got it because that sounds disgusting. <laughs> well, it's um crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> It's probably just as dangerous as the, the hat pins and things <laughs> all over my face. I never knew that would happen with rimming. I really didn't. <laughs> That's the danger when rimming goes wrong. Well, nobody told me. Jeez, oh. <laughs> maybe I'll just. That's the podcast title. <laughs> <That's the podcast laughs> yeah, when rimming goes wrong. No, maybe not. <laughs> maybe I'll just lift it off first. But um, yeah. <laughs> it's getting worse. <laughs> you end up being empty. <laughs> I've always wanted to be in the Scott Mill school. It doesn't really, so stick with your uh, wee robin garnish. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Of all the things I have in my house that I <laughs> that I was going to say that I could possibly rim with, that is so wrong. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't have been one of them. <laughs> I just looked bleak, but then I thought. There was always the danger. <laughs> you know us, you, you take yeah. the risk of asking us on again. Rimming is always an option with your gin. If you haven't tried a wee bit of rimming with your gin, then it's it just a whole new world of possibilities. That's it. Yeah, that's... Any thoughts on that, girls? Anyway, I'll try, I'll try and bring that back, Joyce, to uh, the lovely distillers who sent us an actual pouch of the gin. Mm -hmm. um, which is very eco-friendly, fully recyclable, or for us festival goers, fully reusable, because we can fill that with our gin and stick it up our jumpers. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you can get two each cup of your bra, it's great for yeah, festivals. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, there's, a, there's a whole other world. A whole other world. And actually, I looked to the full range of it. The edge did, and their pear gin really intrigued me as well. Because, Joyce, I think we've used pear as a garnish before. I couldn't yeah, find the gin that we'd used it for, and I can't yeah. remember for the life of me. Blackwood's gin, Scottish gin. Ah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's a really nice, pear is a really nice and quite unusual addition to a range for a distiller. And then the London Dry has got like star anise 
and wolf berries in it. It has, yeah. Which is very interesting. I never heard of a wolf berry and wouldn't know what it tastes like. Where you would find it in a wolf, but yeah, just uh, I know. What's what, what star, <laughs> star in eating? Because you see, I, I would imagine star in eating is quite a not an over, not an overwhelming flavour, but quite a strong. Yeah. Flavour. It's a bit of a marmite. You either love it or, or hate it. You know, it is yeah. one of those that we we tend to keep that separate for people because they will either love it and it will really enhance the gin and bring out all of those kind of licorice or fennel or whatever tastes yeah. in it or they will like no no I don't like that and yeah. they would rather have a citrus element in it which mm. actually for the ones that have got star anise the flip to that tends to be a citrus so it mm. tends to be an orange or a pink grapefruit right. um, which changes and it pushes that sort of um, licorice taste right down or aniseed taste right down yeah. It brings the citrus notes up so yeah. it's a really interesting contrast um with the two but that's their london dry has got that in it london dry pear fruits of the forest what's the other one orange 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 it's oh, mm. a love a blood orange gin mm. their so, orange gin was fabulous uh that you yeah. know it was i thought it was up there with this one to be honest the wife loves this one which is why we've ended up with a few bottles of it here <laughs> but ju just to take you back then to the london dragons so the star anise wasn't that overpowering in that one which i thought was interesting now i must be honest i'm gonna say i was disappointed because it is still a very very good gin yeah but i i love that taste i really like yeah, I do. One, there's one you guys had traded i saw it on your instagram you'd shared the death door gin oh, and, yeah and, and that's got a real strong taste of fennel to it, it? yeah yeah i love that one yeah. i love that one but the wolf berries, you probably have had them. They're also known as goji berries. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's bring yeah. Back China and massive packets. Yeah. yeah. And oh, we and goji stuff. berries in one of the Gower gin uh, for a garnish. Yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah. absolutely did. Ah, I didn't get they were the same. But, you know, the, the London Dry, have you got a bottle of the London Dry? I haven't, no. I haven't. We've no. only got the fruits of the forest yeah, in at the moment. Because... I think if you if you try the London Dry and put in one of the wee dried star anise that you get in the the supermarket, it will totally draw that element of the London Dry right out. So as you know, using it as a garnish really pulls anything that's in there right out. So it is quite interesting. It's an interesting one. Oh, good luck, we've, we've used it a few times, haven't we, Joyce? Use it quite a lot as a garnish, and as you say, so a lot of people see it when we put it out and they kind of go oh i'm scared to put that in but yeah some people it's love or hate it isn't it but actually going back to the edge i've got a question about the edge and their connection with merlin oh um, yeah okay okay so what is the connection exactly what's the story do you want to tell them about all the edge in that connection no no you, you can go oh. i was going to tell them about the merlin bob but all oh, right <laughs> i was i was hoping guys i know actually because i haven't got a clue the the local legends are around here that merlin was in that area yeah. and there is there is a carving or a statue uh, local to the area which assessment about i forget how it goes but it, it does make a sort of reference to imbibing liquids i think it's more water than gin yeah. uh, so, so Alderley Edge is sort of known for that. Yeah, the, so there's a couple of sort of well-known, I say, beauty spots and stuff. So there's a place called the Wizard Walk, obviously ties in with with Merlin, and 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 there's a local brewery that does a couple of beers that are related to 
sort of King Arthur and Merlin and, and that sort of thing. And as I say, you go to the Wizard Walk and all of their trails are named after various, I say, characters from that uh-huh. that that sort of myth as Arthurian, sort of, Arthurian sort of legend and stuff. So. I'm glad you asked it. I'm really naive, and I don't actually know the answer. Um, well, but, I, but, but, but I know that there is reference, as, as Adam said, I know that there's reference to him being local to that area, and that there must be there must be something uh, as to why that's that's called that. Yeah. Owner, so, yeah. Yeah. So the reason I asked it was because Jenny had mentioned it, and I had a quick look, and also we have a similar thing here in Peebles, where I live. We have the Merlin Trail, and if you Google it and look up the Merlin Trail. So Merlin actually died up here. Oh, um, okay. At a place called Dromelzer, killed three times, bludgeoned, impaled himself on a stake, and then he drowned because his head in the, was in the water. So there is a, a place very close to people's where he died. But there's also at Stobo Church was where he was allegedly converted to Christianity by St Kentigan. Who, was he the patron saint of Glasgow? No, I don't know. No, anyway, no, yes. um, right. So there, there's his baptismal stone at Stobo Church, and there's something else here. But there's quite a a big trail here as well, a similar thing. So, yeah, who knows? Yeah, mm-hmm. just he was a busy boy, and he got all over the place. And also, there, there's <laughs> a bit of a myth in Peebles. We have a a hill called the Venlo and it, it's shaped like a sugar cone it's just triangular and the legend is that King Arthur and his round table are in the hill oh, wow. there you go. Okay. because obviously yeah. a, a lot of the English you know they'll go up to Edinburgh and they see is it Arthur's seat which uh-huh. is just to, just off from mm-hmm. Edinburgh Castle and that and, and it's like have you been to the castle yet have you been to Arthur's seat uh, no, not really. So, well, it's worth going up there because it's it's actually pretty good up there. So if you haven't been up there, then it's great. There must be so many Arthurian legends oh, yeah. dotted around yeah. various places. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, oh, he, he came here and he went there and he's done this oh. and he's done that. Yeah, yeah. Merlin. That actually, Merlin is probably just the name for any kind of pagan wizard, isn't it? So there'd be Merlins everywhere, won't there? It's yeah. not necessarily the Merlin. Who knows? But Yeah, yeah. Who, who knows? I, to, to answer your question, I, I don't know. I, it'd be fantastic if it was the Merlin. The pub is called the Merlin, so you know, we'll wait and see. That's, that's good yeah, for me. <laughs> is that Andy Hamilton's that local pub? Is that the Merlin? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, local darts player. I'm sure he always used to be the Merlin. Okay. There at all. Um, no, no. No, that was the wood. Uh, no, different place. <laughs> the Merlin is in on the edge. The place that Andy went to was the. I'll, come back to me, Alan. I'll, I'll remember it in a minute. I'll remember it in a minute. Yeah. So, we'll bore you with darts talk now. It's fine. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> no, so, not, not, not at all. No. So, let's like say we need to obviously, like I said, we give a shout out to the two folks who run it. And I've just lost their names here. I've just got my reading glasses that are due in the post area, Claire and Mike. So, Claire and Mike. It's clear. Yeah. Yeah. They, 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 do a, they, they do a fantastic evening. They put it together. And it's no surprise when you speak to them that they used to work on cruise ships before. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, it's really clear, you know, because they, they've just got this way of presenting it 
that is authentic and at the same time is very very professional and they get every point across but at the same time you know the they're, they're very sort of accommodating and they'll they'll take questions and everything like that honestly i can't speak highly enough of them and when i started blagging them, oh would you like to go on the podcast i've got a podcast giving it all up 49 countries that tall boy radio is in <laughs> i mentioned that we had you guys on and they'd heard of you by, oh, no. by their, so, yeah via social media they'd seen the stuff that you do and were really really impressed so oh. so yeah <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. That's so nice. That is so nice. Yeah, we've been very quiet recently, so we've just been keeping a low profile. But that is very nice. Yeah, that's really yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. And certainly, this would this would make me um, really intrigued to try a cut. You know, their London and certainly their pair, just from the point of view of I really like what they're doing with the different botanicals. I think it must be so hard for any distiller to come up with something different because, you know, you must look at it and go, oh God, they, you know, Gowardian have done that, somebody else has done that, you know, Misty Isle have done such and such, you know, anybody with three or four gins of their own, you know, any distiller with three or four gins of your own, you must be thinking, am I just doing the same as what everybody else has done? But they certainly seem to have something a little bit different. Yeah. And certainly adding on top of that, their gin experience, their gin school, that's a great recipe for success. I just think, you know, guys that do that, you know, they're, they're probably working in the distillery all day yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. being yeah. mine hosts, <laughs> you know, yeah. and, I, and I think fair play to them. Yeah. yeah, I think that could be the difference that makes a difference because they've got the skills from the cruise ship. Whereas we've found occasionally when we've gone on distillery tours and the distillers have spoken to us, they're distillers, they're not presenters. And actually it can be woeful and painful because that is not their skill set. Yeah. They've obviously got the skill set, they're now making gin as well. What a fabulous combination. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it, it really is. And like you say, so in terms of the prices, the bottle, I think these go for around about 40 pound is the bottle, maybe slightly more, slightly less. I can't remember if you jump on their website is the edge. Yeah, yeah. the.co.uk. We'll we'll put it in the show notes just in case I've got that wrong. And like you say, they also do the the recyclable packaging, which and these and these go for about twenty five quid. So if you wanted to yeah. try it and test it out, I don't think that's too badly priced at all. Absolutely, yeah. For the quality of gin, it is. I think that's a great price point. Yeah, yeah. And ladies, just remember the pouches are usable at festivals for all. <laughs> <laughs> and gents, there's other places yeah, a gent can shove I'm that. Sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> shop that place of so yes I can confirm that <laughs> and he, he was also very handy with a gaffer tape which oh that didn't bear watching <laughs> Gee, the pouch that? and the gaffer tape together yeah. Yeah. Well, where did the novel go because I know it's yeah. Yeah, that's it, yeah. you won't be rimming yeah. that afterwards would you <laughs> <laughs> well I don't know it'd be nice and hair free <laughs> <laughs> Oh, over 18s only for this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Put a warning, put a warning yeah, we will. for pre this episode. We, yeah, we will. So obviously Carol hasn't made it, so maybe we should have a wee special. Um, hang on a minute, see if she's in, in the room. Right, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> 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 You've got double Carol. If, if, if one wasn't double. enough, there's now two of them. Yeah. <laughs> And I put it on over my microphone and everything. How clever am I? Yeah. 
Carolee, Carol would talk to you about the rectification columns. Oh, and yeah. all the chemistry yes. And that's fantastic. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> no, so, um, yeah, and in case you're confused with my glasses on, that absolutely is Carol Fluke. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, see, see, last time she was saying she was the butt of the jokes, you just proved her right. Well, she should turn up then. She, she... <laughs> <laughs> just saying. <laughs> That's it, yeah. I wish I had a ginger beard now with Andy not being in. <laughs> See, that's why we always turn up because we're so scared of what the other ones are going to say. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to take it off again. It's very hot. Where else you could put a pouch is under a wig. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I feared the worst there. I feared the worst. I did. But where does the nozzle go? Do you have it at your forehead? Or yeah. Yeah. <laughs> your neck. Yeah. <laughs> So what, one of the things we talked about last time, okay, you guys mentioned, I think it was Stanley Tucci oh. and the Negroni. So yes. there's, there's a company that sprung up. Uh, it's an online-based one. Have you seen the, the Neo cocktails? Have you tried any of those? No. No. Because I've tried the pre-mixed cocktails before. Do you know? Well, and so is Joyce. <laughs> Too strong. Wow. And we like our gins two to one. but. The, Negro, the trouble with the Negroni and some of the other um, of the Neo cocktails is they're basically just alcohol with more alcohol. Yeah. So it's gin with vermouth and like something else. Oh God, I can't remember. It's in a Negroni now. Vermouth and bitters and whatever else. And oh my God, it just knocks you out. So I haven't tried. I did it. Referring back to my lone wolf shelf. They did a um, sort of limited edition of five cocktails. One of them was a Negroni. Oh, God, I can't even remember what the other three were. And they were, beaut again, beautifully packaged with a wolf and all the rest of it. And that's why I really bought them. But the, the Negroni was really, really strong. And, oh, God, don't tell any Negroni drinkers I would want to put tonic in it. Oh, I'm happy to admit I just don't like Negroni. So like yeah, yeah. Wow. I just and people say it's an acquired taste, and you've got to stick at it. And it, it's a bit like a gin that is a Negroni for you. Mm. But, but is that is that the, the individual? Do, do you not like the individual tastes of each of the individual sort of ingredients, or is it the combination of them because they just don't work building on each other? If that makes sense. I, I think for me, it's the combination. Because I do like the gin, I do, and I can drink the sort of Campari type um, bitters. Vermouth, I'm not mad on, but I can drink it in other cocktails. Yeah. I think together. But but when you yeah yeah okay yeah. And what about you, Joyce? Are you the same? Is that? Um, well, I have once been described as spew prone. And I, <laughs> and, okay. Yeah, and I am when I mix alcohol with alcohol. Um, There's always one. <laughs> <laughs> we won't tell them about the designated quizzes. Oh, we will. <laughs> There's no shame in that. There's absolutely no shame in that. But I always find things like Negroni are never as nice when they come back up 
So yeah, no, a bit funny. No, it's, it's uh, a bit bitter. Uh -huh, so I'd rather avoid that. I yeah. think they're quite burny when they come back up. They burn you like mad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not for me. I, I just know that I don't do that well. So I'd rather enjoy my drink yeah, than yeah. risk um, yeah, it coming yeah. back up because somebody says to me, stick with it. Uh, life's yeah. too short. I like gin. Yeah. <laughs> the th the yeah. thing with the Negroni is, as you said, yeah, if you're a fan of gin, the one thing you can't taste in it is gin, and, and that's it, it's it's not the star of the show. So if yeah. you, if you're you know when you talk about it being a gin cocktail, I don't think it is because you taste all the bitters and everything. I don't mind it because I do. I've got I like sour sweets and stuff like that, so I like that bitter taste. So I, I enjoyed it, but I didn't enjoy the fact that I couldn't taste the gin. The gin was almost pointless. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's as if the gin is just there to give it another layer of a punch that it doesn't actually really need, I yeah. don't think. Mm -hmm. and, and I see people making Negronis with really expensive, beautiful gins. And I think, why? Yeah. Because you're drowning that gin with whatever else you're putting it. And I don't, I don't really understand it. And I, I know we have gin pals that will be horrified by that but I, I just don't get it yeah so one of the stories that Gaz wanted to share with you tonight was the last time we did <laughs> we did a podcast where we were drinking spirits <laughs> thing is Gaz does not drink spirits I I, I'm not I'm not I, I, I hold my hand up I've got a really really bad track record of, of spirit <laughs> drinking night out fine beers I no well not quite Andy and Adam so, you know, I, I, I hold my own, but as soon as it comes to shorts, spirits, I, I don't do well with them, put it like that. We we we, we guessed it on a podcast where the, the concept of it is you sit and you drink a cocktail and you do a quiz with these guys. So they ask us 10 questions, we ask them 10 questions, and we drink the cocktail while we do it. And if you lose, you have to do a very, very unpleasant shot at it the end unpleasant. of it. And it was unpleasant, wasn't it? It was deeply oh. unpleasant. Well, oh, the problem yeah. the problem with that is, like I say, Gaz generally does not drink spirits, and we got through a liter and a half of Black Russian in that <laughs> that time frame, in the space of an hour or an hour and a half. Within an hour and a half, it was. Yeah, we went sick. slightly over an hour. Didn't we? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, yeah, and it's the time frame as well, and an hour. Oh my god! In fact, that when it comes back up, it's black. Still? It didn't come back. Well, I, was, I was pleased. I was pleased. But you're actually bringing up your whole insides and your stomach. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't. I can't tell whether it's the drink or well, stomach bile that's coming back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but because I, I mean, me and Adam live literally like fifteen, well, ten, fifty yards apart. I could literally like, I can wave into my house at the moment, sort of thing, and <laughs> and. For and help. It, yeah, it, and she will be keeping tabs tonight because she knows we're drinking gin. And then it probably took me ten minutes just to get from the, and then I stood in front of the front window and I'm like this. Hello. <laughs> and Jenny, my wife Jenny, she's like, get inside now. I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> it was hilarious. But the the thing was though, because it had because it, it had this, you know, the the vodka and the tamer and everything. You were giving them all that, weren't you? On the, you, he wasn't very happy with well, their well, questions. He was well, very critical. Of well, one, one of my one of my endearing traits, I like to think, <laughs> but other people maybe don't, is, is that when I have, let's say, excess alcohol, my profanity 
generally increases. So I, I generally swear quite a lot, and I and, and I'm a lover, not a fighter. But when I've had a couple of beers, I can be feisty, sort of thing. So uh, let's just say I, I question their choice of questions in the quiz uh, <laughs> after probably a litre of vodka and a litre of whatever else we were drinking. So yeah, it, it was it was a good night. It was a fun night, and actually, I, I felt. Not embarrassed, but I, like, I hope I didn't spoil the podcast. And those guys came back and were like, honestly, dude, it's like the best episode we've ever had. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. it can, can you come on again? And I was like, yeah, but perhaps take out the vodka next time. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, please, please take it out. They loved it, didn't they? They yeah, absolutely no, they, loved yeah. it. And, 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 you know, we've had interactions social media-wise and stuff because mm-hmm. these guys are based in the States. So, but yeah, it, it was great. But yeah, I, I, I don't... I, I, so I have my... I have a limit with with spirits, and and I can't I can't go too much over that without yeah. there being sort of consequences. <laughs> And it's getting worse as you get older. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. And the recovery time, though, is longer. That's the problem. Tolerance for beer is like this. Tolerance yeah. for shorts is, is like that. that. That's the problem, is, is the, sort yeah. of the balance yeah. between the two. Is, is, I do is think you just need to practice more. Practice, practice, practice. Oh, I love, I love that. He does like practicing that sort of stuff. <laughs> I love that. I can go back to my wife now and say, Jenny from the podcast has turned around and said. <laughs> yeah. so, on your, so on your head be it. <laughs> Although I noticed I not... that's true because I had an intolerance. Well, Prosecco had an intolerance to me. And <laughs> wine where I, I actually lost control of my neck. It was it was a medical condition where I would just be like that. <laughs> <laughs> I could actually control my neck. And all through lockdown, I practiced, practiced. <laughs> and now I'm fine. I'm fine now. Uh-huh, so, so yeah. You did the 5K to couch, didn't you? It worked. <laughs> yep, yep, totally, yep. <laughs> Quality. Absolutely brilliant quality. So, oh dear. But I noticed you've not asked us for a quiz because obviously with our book that we had out two two years ago, yeah. Lots of quiz questions in there. Yeah. There oh, you go. Really, it might come out later. We might ask some questions. Yeah, we're still a little bit of time left. You be careful what you wish for. Go to the chemistry corner, please. <laughs> yeah. I was just looking for the section on rimming it, but I couldn't find it. <laughs> that's it. That's the next book yeah. uh-huh. that's the after nine o'clock yeah. book is yeah. it oh, okay that's the after dark book, watch, but uh, with garnishes yeah. it's got its own appendix <laughs> 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 it's a very long tongue <laughs> it's gone south again yeah, totally <laughs> <laughs> So what, one of the things we did want to talk to you about, though, is obviously the last time we had you on, I think we were right in the middle of a lockdown. So mm. you guys, you guys aren't doing your podcast anymore. Are you? It's, you, you, you've done one. You did you did one episode of Christmas, not even this year, last year, wasn't it, or the year before? Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that was just something that you guys did wasn't it, to, to get yourself out there while you know you couldn't do the events that you've done. So, so can you tell us a little bit then about the events and how they've picked back up and the other stuff? Obviously, we just heard about your time in Australia and what have you. Mm. I think we found with the podcast, the whole reason we started the podcast was just for us to get together. And we were getting together on Zoom, drinking and chatting, and we thought, "Eh, let's just record this and see what happens. And of course, the first probably five that we put out were really rubbish. And then we kind of got a format and we thought, oh, this is okay. But it was really just an opportunity for us to get together 
So it was really self-indulgence. And then once we could get together in real life, that's when we felt, well, the podcast's done because we're now getting together yeah. and meet and yeah. drinking. And then life just takes over, doesn't it? We went back to work. You've now got two grandchildren and are busy, busy, busy. I'm back to travelling and just being all over the place. So, yeah. yeah, we just haven't really got time, have we? And we fit events in as and when we're all together, which, again, is real rare because we were possibly looking to do one in September and then Jenny you're away in Venice and I'm away in the north of Scotland so again it it's kind of rare that we're all together so events are just when we can make it and yeah we're yeah. together. Yeah yeah and and I think the even though Carol worked kind of throughout lockdown and everything she was she was home based then so again it was a lot easier and as soon as she had to sort of physically go back to work and everything it yeah. just made the the time so much harder but yeah we we look at the the podcast fondly apart from the first few because after the first few we got um we got our media manager involved didn't we which was carol's son <laughs> <laughs> and he said to us very very kindly have you ever listened to a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> you know what it's supposed to be like. You're like, uh, no, right, okay, right. We take that on board. We'll go and listen to a podcast now, right? Okay. <laughs> and we realised that the first three or four were complete rubbish. <laughs> well, yeah, but it, it, it's strange because, you know, our podcast and, and Adam obviously was the brainchild of it and, and we've had one or two sort of reincarnations and reinventions and stuff. But I suppose the premise for for us was pretty much what you guys have just said in terms of if we if we went, you know, if we went into a pub, I mean, we, we, we love NFL. So if we went down to London to watch one of the American football games and we're sitting in a boozer in London, three guys from the northwest of England, and we put a microphone on the table and record what would we be talking about? What are the things? It can be politics, it can be sports, it can be music, it could be dross, it could be garbage, it could, whatever it is. that. that and, and literally the, the premise was just three guys around a table having a beer, chatting shit a lot of the time. Yeah, and, and that was that was the premise, really. And and, and it's had, I'd say, it, it's had a couple of different reincarnations where we, we used to talk about topics and we would pick a theme and we'd, we'd talk about a theme and we'd each have sort of five, ten minutes talking about that and, and that, that sort of fell away and then we're like, well, we're going to talk about beer and we'll just do beer and then we got some quite good feedback about that but then it tailed off and our regular listeners were a bit like, yeah, we sort of like the stuff you do beforehand. Like, oh, okay, fair enough, take on board what people say and now it's just, we, we haven't hardly got any script, it's just sugar microphone in front of us and Oh, and if you've got a left turn and there's a left turn and, and, and there was a phrase that I suppose it's Tiddy and Shine, a really couple of guys that we spoke to from America, and they were like, now this might go left turn. And we were like, oh, OK. And literally by, by the end of the podcast, we were talking about something completely different <laughs> than what we intended to talk about. And he went, but that's just a natural progression. So a bit like you guys, we were just we'll just throw a microphone in front of us and we're quite lucky because me and Adam are literally were like next to each other pretty much Andy is, is up in Stockport so it's a bit it's a bit hard of him to sort of see us in person but he's obviously does it quite virtually but it literally was just throw, throw a microphone down just talk about whatever and me and Adam have known each other for years so you know I, I love my Tuesday nights it's it's a it's an hour and a half of sort of you know escapism just talk about whatever it is that you want to talk about you know and and we've been dead lucky you know the guests we've had on we, we're 
we're really fortunate in terms of the social social media aspect of it and and the networking that we've we've been able to sort of pick up and, and guests from mainly i mean obviously you guys but mainly america i suppose mm. um right and we've got sort of three or four sort of podcasters in america that we we interact with pretty regularly and we'll have them on so you know and you just think God, you know there's no way i would even a know them b talk to them c even have yep. an, a, a, a a conversation with them mm. if it wasn't for the podcast so it, it, you know, we, we, we love it and we, we'll continue. Um, you know, we, we'll, we'll keep going just because I enjoy chatting shit with that pretty yeah, much. Basically. You know, that, that, that's, <laughs> that's the cr- we, we'll have a beer, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about whatever it is we want to talk about. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and before you know it, an hour and a half's gone, it's like, right, we're done now. That's it. Yeah, yeah. You know. Let's get back to rimming. <laughs> Let, let's get back to rimming. <laughs> <laughs> that is the format people like because it makes them feel as if they're sitting with you in the pub, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's the idea. And, and, that, and, that, and that's the idea. Chuck a microphone in, and yeah, you know, there'd the, the, the be no, we wouldn't talk about really anything different on this podcast than we would have done if all four of us were sitting in a pub yeah. talking about what you guys do and what we do. It literally yeah. would be throw a microphone in front of us. That's the premise. Exactly. Of the podcast. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's it. And the listeners kind of buy into that, and they think. Oh, I want to go for a drink with you. You yeah. sound like the kind of guys I want to go for a drink with. And I think that is the really good connection that you make because yeah. that's where they're like, it is so natural. I don't think we were quite so discerning in some of our guests. I think you've been very fortunate in some of our guests. We only had two guests and then we realised actually it wasn't about the guests, it was all about us. <laughs> yes, it's really uh-huh. We only had two. Oh. We had the double Dutch girls, and we had the other one. Was always, yeah, we only I, had. Two. And then we're like, oh, do you know what? That's that's not as much fun. It's just all about us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm already looking forward to July Yeah. <laughs> We really did applaud them and everything they were about. So I was really sorry to see that that they had gone in a different direction. So yeah, I've spoken to Dave recently, actually, just to see if we're getting back on the podcast. And he he is going to come back on at some point in the very very near future. We haven't set a date yet. And I was sort of saying, well, we can pitch some different ventures. At he says, don't worry about it. First of all, your ventures weren't that useful. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, I actually already have one. Uh, so he's already has in mind what he's going to do. And sadly for us, it's nothing to do with darts and it's nothing to do with alcohol. And he will not tell me any more than oh, that. But he does have something else in mind. Okay. Can, 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 I, can I resurrect my Theo Pafitas gas or whatever it was from, from, the, from the Dragon's Den or whoever it was? Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that's quite good. It's a shame, you know, the, the double trouble guys, we, we, we have a bit of an affinity to, you know, that they're. Two top guys, you know, we, we, we spent a great weekend up there in, in Edinburgh with them, didn't we? So, yeah, yeah, whatever. We, 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 we left, <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry, ladies. Yeah, we, I think we left Scott's house at about yeah, three yeah. o'clock in the morning after the fifth text from his wife from upstairs telling us to keep it down. <laughs> yeah. 
But I think sometimes, every, well, everything has a lifespan, doesn't it? And sometimes you've got to kill your babies or kill your darlings or whatever the phrase is. Yeah, and yeah. it was just that time for them that it was ready, it was done, time to move on. Yeah. And I'm sure they'll have fantastic ideas because they're inventors and entrepreneurs and geniuses. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I do think that's, I, you know, you mentioned Dragon's Den there. I do think that's really interesting about people that you see going on to Dragon's Den and they, they do whatever their spiel is and they go, hmm, have you got anything else? And they go, well, actually, I've, I do X, Y and Z in the background. And these the people that think like that, that these guys are yeah. entrepreneurs, they don't just think about one thing, do they? They always have loads of ideas going on and loads of different yeah. products or services or ideas coming to market so yeah i think you're either wired that way or you're not so yeah what what i have to say is though they did a they did a very limited edition gin for their local football team which is the langham football team okay and and i messaged david i said look if i buy a bottle of gin from your website will you send me that instead and he said yeah we will and that was the best one they produced honestly yeah it it was it was a tonka bean and I forget the other flavour, but it was something really unusual. So the, the 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 football team played in yellow and black. So they picked the two flavours. I'll find out what it is on a message. And I'll tell you what, it was absolutely phenomenal. Really, really unique, really smooth, incredible. Do you have a skill here? Yeah. yeah. And it's amazing yeah. the number of distillers that do little side projects. Joyce, remember we were at Crossbill and they had just done a gin hmm. for... Was it Turnberry or St Andrews? It was one. Of, I think it was somewhere. Was it Turnberry? Yeah, golf places. Yeah, it might be. Turnberry. I can't remember. I don't think it was Turnberry actually. Now that oh. I think about it, because that's, that's Donald Trump. Is it not Glen Eagles? Glen Eagles. That's who it was. They had done a gin for Glen Eagles, and we know of other distillers that have done little bespoke projects for you know very specific events or clients. I guess. And sometimes those gins will never see the light of day for the general public, but they might be the very one that... that, That's the nugget, isn't it? That's the one that you think, actually, that's the best one. Yeah. Yeah. Can we trip down to Langham and just hang around the football club? That's it. Well, that's it. Don't try not to mention Remy. And um, you should be okay. (laughs) So... We're coming up to around about the hour mark now. So I want to give a quick shout out, obviously, to The Edge Gin Company. So head to www.theedgegin.co.uk. Have a look what they've got on offer there. Try some of their gins. If you're a gin fan, like I say, some of the packaging that you, you know, the, the refillable packs, 25 quid. If you want to just try a little bit of a taster session, go for them. And they do the miniatures as well. So they do the miniatures. You can buy it and do the different flavors. So get involved with that. Honestly, fantastic gin, fantastic people as well. And that's the most important thing. We we spoke to them about maybe coming on, but like you say, they're really, really busy and they have a corporate yeah. evening tonight. So they've got, they've got a load of people in tasting their gin and doing it as, you know, alongside another company what, you know, to give their employees a different experience. So that's just one of the many, many things that they can do. And Cassie needs to give a shout out to our sponsors, don't you? Yes, absolutely. Thank you very much to um, Ollie's Snacks, as always. If you want your olives, nuts, pretzels, chocolate pretzels, get yourself over to ollies-ollies.com. There's 20% only available in the UK if you use the code TALLBOYRADIO, all one word. Capitals, yeah, you can get your 20% discount. And with every order placed on their website, they will donate a school meal to a child in need. So um, get yourself over to ollies-ollies.com. Thank you very much, as always, to, to them for their for their support. And um, yeah, uh, head over there for all of your savoury snacks. 
Indeed, indeed. I'm just wondering if I could squish a pretzel for the top of my glass for a wee bit of rimming. Uh, oh, there you go. There you go. All the pretzels you would ever need. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Not yeah. use the chocolate pretzel. <laughs> <laughs> the chocolate pretzels are absolutely yeah. gorgeous, by the way. So. Maybe they are, but not for rimming. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Well, seriously though, guys, it's been great to catch you up. I've really, really enjoyed this last hour or so. It's just, it's oh, just it's been, been a hoot. It's been, it's been, it's been, been absolutely hoot. It's been fun. Yeah, it's been fun. <laughs> uh, yeah I, haven't, I haven't laughed so much for, for a long time. For, for a long, 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 long yeah. time. That's his guy that's got me absolutely mullered on it. <laughs> He's got mullered on the designated quiz. <laughs> but I don't remember that, so that's <laughs> It's been great fun. Thank you. No, it's been fantastic. Thanks for inviting us. Yeah. No worries, no worries, guys. We'll say goodbyes. Oh, yeah. Ribs are hurting. I've laughed so much. And and just wanted to, you know, hope that whatever it is that you guys are doing in the near future, I know you said your podcast might be coming to a bit of an end, but the events you're still doing, and I wish you guys absolutely all the best in the future and stuff. We'd love to have you on again. You know, just to see where the, where where you've gone sort of post pandemic and what what stuff you're up to now. So absolutely love tonight. Can't, can't tell how much I've enjoyed it. The gym was fantastic. Personally, prefer it with the tonic in. It seems yeah. to bring out the flavours a lot more. So it's been a great episode to come back to after a sort of three week hiatus as such. So thank you very much, ladies. It's it, it's been an absolute pleasure. Mm. Oh, same for us. Thank you. Thanks for asking us. Always for the edge, Jim, because it is superb. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. There we go. Yeah. There we go. So um, yeah. I'm just so, a wee bit worried about opening this door and my husband being standing there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. About women. The same thing about my wife, to be honest with you. <laughs> but that just leaves it for me then to call time on this episode. So thank you very much to the Edge Gin for the fantastic gin that we, we we've been enjoying tonight. Kaz has stayed pretty sober, so that's an absolute bonus. You know, I don't have to explain myself to his wife tomorrow, which. That said, there's still opportunities because we're out for a few beers tomorrow oh, afternoon. Oh, so, yeah, that could, you know, there's still time to upset his, his good lady wife. But I want to say thank you very much to, for joining us. This won't be the last time we have you guys on because we've really, really enjoyed it. And I will say goodbye. Thank you for listening. And we promise that no chocolate robins were harmed in the making of this episode. Take care. <laughs>